Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today we'll be talking about what to do when you're waking up in the middle of the night. And you may or may not have anxiety, but you're waking up in the middle of the night. This is a tough time because everything feels so much larger than life when it's dark outside. Everybody gets that. So what to do if you're waking up in the middle of the night? I have questions on this a lot. And so I'm going to read a question that I have here from a group member. I've had a little more difficulty lately, which might be partially attributed to not getting a restful sleep. In the last week, around 4 a.m., I end up waking up and my mind will start to work thinking about the upcoming day, appointments, some negative self-talk. I have attempted to try to focus on the breath when that happens, but I find that I can't be mindful or present when I'm between awake and asleep. Short of taking half a Xanax at 4 a.m., which I don't want to do, does anyone have any recommendations? So I wanted to share with you a couple of the recommendations that came up from our group to let you see some of the great wisdom that is in there. One of the people answered by saying what has helped them when their mind is racing and they've tried to go back to sleep by meditating and it doesn't work. Then they grab a book or listen to a podcast or something not too exciting. They usually do it for a little bit and then try meditation again. And so uh, they also suggested a guided meditation. Another person chimed in and said that they remembered hearing on one of the podcasts that every hour of sleep before midnight is like two hours of sleep after midnight, which is very true. And she asked, are you able to get early, get to sleep early and bank some of those pre-midnight hours? Then if you're up at 4 a.m., you can feel more relaxed about it. And that, again, is a great bit of wisdom from our group because what we want to do is be relaxed about it and not all worked up about it. So even if you tell yourself, hey, I got those golden hours of sleep, so maybe I'll be okay even if I just lay here and relax or lay here and uh, use my mantra or meditate. Another person said if uh, they wake up really early like that, they turn on the radio or a podcast softly and focus on that, and often that helps them get back to sleep. And then I have a skill sheet that we get every other week in the 
group, and there's a skill sheet that is 007 that uh, talked about insomnia and about different things that we could do when we are having a difficult time sleeping. And so I wanted to share some of those things with you. Um, Now, I'm not talking about chronic insomnia here, but just as our group member had asked, like waking up in the middle of the night like that, what can you do? So some of the tips and tricks that I had listed in this skill sheet is to help people find some more sleep in the middle of the night like that, is to examine some of the things you're doing even before you go to bed. Because for some people, they can see, ah, yeah, I was kind of worked up. Maybe that's why I woke up. But you want to look at having a light, carbohydrate-rich snack at bedtime because that may help to keep you asleep. You don't want to eat too much. Like I said, have it be light because heavy foods or a large meal right before bed will cause some uh, difficulty in sleep and does wake a lot of people up. Another thing you want to make sure that you have done is to have been complete with your caffeine completely. No caffeine at all during the day, not even in the morning. And I know, I know you don't like that, but it can make a world of difference. Another interesting one is that people don't think about is you want to keep your alcohol low or totally at zero uh, and have that only be perhaps one glass of wine um, at the dinner time because alcohol can keep, and some, I mean, obviously some people are more sensitive than others and alcohol can keep you in a lighter stage of sleep where you wake up more easily and that doesn't feel good at all. So watch the alcohol. You want to look to see, are you having something such as sleep apnea that is waking you up? Because that will definitely wake you up. And for a lot of people, it will startle them and raise their cortisol. And then you can't go back to sleep, right? So you want to be uh, looking. If you sleep with someone, you want to ask them if you were snoring. I know you can actually use some apps now that can help you identify that. But worse comes to worse, you can check with your physician and maybe be evaluated to see if you have something like sleep apnea. And some people do well with raising the head of their bed. Um, if they have something like that, you may want to just experiment with that. I do try a lot of things on myself and I raised the head of my bed not too long ago as an experiment for myself because I had read some great things about sleeping with the head of the bed raised. It, <laughs> no, it didn't work for me. I didn't sleep those nights that I had it raised. It felt very awkward and I kind of kept slipping off my pillows. <laughs> So that wasn't for me, but for people who have sleep apnea, that may actually be very helpful. Uh, Another way to help you sleep throughout the night, if you're not waking up with worries or um, concerns, you might want to see is that um, sleeping on your side might be uh, better, especially if you do have some difficulty with your breathing. One of the things you can take if you are Traveling and the reason why your sleep is off is because of, uh, you know, traveling across time zones. You can look at melatonin. Or if you are over 50, you can look at taking at the most a half a milligram of melatonin. We tend to not have quite so much melatonin as we age. We don't produce quite as much of it. 
there are natural ways that you can make sure that you have enough melatonin, and that is to get bright sunlight in the morning so that you shut off your melatonin production, and um, that is when our cortisol is up high and our melatonin is low, and then don't have a lot of light happening or hitting your eyes in the evening after the sun has gone down because that is when our cortisol gets low and our melatonin is high. So if you're living with the sun, you probably have less of a struggle with your melatonin production than if you are staying up really late or you have shift work. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. I do have a supplement that I suggest for people that is a a homeopathic supplement when that way it doesn't have any side effects. It is not addictive and it uh, it works like a charm and it's called Calm's Forte and that's made by a company called Highlands and it works well as it works so well that I think I've said this here on the show before that when I owned my shops in New York we used to sell the Calm's Forte and there was a a, a nursing home that used to buy it by the case and they would use it for the elderly because it had it has no interaction with any drugs and that it actually helped to calm them down enough and chill them out so much that they would fall asleep at their um, required time. And so that's a great one. Um, It's a great one, like I said, no side effects, and it is not addictive. And if you're using straight uh, homeopathics, you could use the chamomilia. And if you wanted to use the, a Boyron product and you don't can't find uh, Highlands, you could use Boyron and you could use their Quietude. So either the Calms Forte or the Quietude are a combination homeopathic. If you're using single remedy, you could use the Chamomilia. Those work very, very well. And like I said, no side effects and they don't hook you. You can also use the therapeutic doses of magnesium. 
Again, these are all things that you have to do ahead of time, but if you notice that you are waking over and over again, you may want to try one of these things like the Epsom salt bath or taking uh, the magnesium drink or magnesium spray. Again, I want to reiterate the going to bed that the group member had mentioned, be in bed by 10 o'clock. And that 10 to midnight sleep is very therapeutic. It is much more helpful. It's twice as good as an hour of sleep of two hours of sleep after midnight. So get that regular routine down. So you're getting that really intense sleep. It'll, it'll be worth it. If you have been someone who has been napping during the day because you are exhausted, this might be a reason that you wake up and can't go back to sleep. You may actually have had enough rest or that your circadian rhythm may be being pushed off a little bit. So I I know how it can feel to be really tired in the middle of the day, and I don't recommend napping. If you are that tired and you have some time available, I suggest meditating instead. You will get a really nice relaxation, meaning you get a break from doing and you can actually be with you and you for a little while and you can relax your muscles a little bit and relax your mind, use your mantra and just be there and do that for maybe, you know, up to 20 minutes, depending your one minute meditation or just gentle relaxation rather than taking the nap. I think that the nap gets some people in trouble and they're waking up at night and then they didn't wake up with worries or with anxiety, but because they keep, they wake up, then they start thinking, And then they worry that something is wrong with them. Why am I waking up and I can't go back to sleep? It may be some of these very simple things that we're talking about here that can help you not do that. As one of our group members had suggested, you know, using the radio or a podcast on very quietly, that can be very helpful. And so can white noise or a guided meditation. If you prefer to fall asleep with sounds, There's many beautiful, you can have, you know, waterfalls or a thunderstorm and all of these things are very available these days. You don't even have to buy anything. There's all kinds of great ones on YouTube, but they can be helpful. So find what you like and have it ready for yourself in case you need to turn it on. They also have uh, little machines that you can, we actually had one of these way back in the day, a very early product that you we could choose waterfall or rain, uh, a couple other little things on there. And it's just that white noise, because maybe there's a sound in your background. Maybe there's a sound in your environment that um, is not pleasing, and it wakes you up. Very important to get outside in the sunshine early in the day. Again, this helps with our melatonin production. We have to think about how we're going to fall asleep at night. First thing in the morning when we get up, we want to get that early sunshine so that we can turn our melatonin off because it goes by a clock and then it's going to know, oh, in another, you know, 12 hours, then, you know, we're going to rest this melatonin for 12 hours and it's going to ramp up again as the sun is going down. So it can be very important to get bright light, even if it means you can only get near a window, an open window. But sunlight 
really will help you promote better sleep 12 hours later. Getting enough gentle exercise is important and um, that we can talk about, you know, in some other podcasts when we get into exercise, but it can be very important. So even just a gentle walk during the day or your your exercise routine, but do do consider, did I move enough during the day before? Room temperature is important. You want to keep your room cool, 68 degrees or lower, and keep your feet uncovered. That was a great thing that I learned. Once I learned to keep my feet outside the covers, boy, I sleep like a charm. It's very important. Being too warm will wake you up. It's very uncomfortable for the body and it doesn't want to uh, be sweating like that at sleep time. So try to keep your room cool and dark. Obviously, we want to keep our room dark. Um, we've talked before about keeping the electronics out. That's very, very important. And being able to be there in the bed. This is the piece I want to address before we close up is being able to be in the bed. You've maybe did all these wonderful things and you still woke up. Maybe it is your mind racing. Maybe your mind is overthinking. It's ruminating. Maybe you have an intrusive thought that decided to bubble up in your dreams and now you're awake. It's okay. And we need to remind ourselves of that. It's okay. I'm in the bed. I'm safe. I'm comfortable. The temperature's fine. It's dark. I can go back to sleep or I can just rest here. What we want to avoid is getting worked up over the fact that we are now awake. It's okay that we're awake, even though we don't like it. It's not what we wanted and it isn't our preference, but it is still okay. So you can lay there. Now there's two different kinds of people. There are people that want to get out of bed because they feel like they're going to start the tossing and the turning. And that's really making the bed an uncomfortable place. So there are people who get up and they go, just don't go into a bright room. Keep any light that you put on very low. And maybe they just sit in a chair. And then there are other people that want to stay in the bed. They don't want to get up. They don't like leaving the bed in the middle of the night. And so you'd want to stay put. Either way, whether you've left the bed and you're sitting in a chair relaxing, or you're in your bed, stay as restful and quiet as you can. Maybe just doing some uh, relaxation, muscle relaxation, starting with your feet, tightening and relaxing muscles. Maybe you could do the body scan. Again, you can find that on our website. Or you can actually use your mantra. And you could actually meditate by whatever your meditation that is that you are practicing at the time, you could use that time to do it. People tell me all the time, I can't meditate because I fall asleep. Well, this is your invitation to practice your meditation and let yourself fall asleep. It's fine. Usually when we fall asleep meditating, it's because we're tired and we have finally quieted ourselves down enough that we can fall asleep. So if you find yourself in your bed in the middle of the night, too early to get up, let yourself meditate or use your mantra and remind yourself that it's okay that you woke up. 
It is fine, but you want to give your mind a focus so that it's not going off with the tomorrow's to-do list or yesterday's uh-ohs or forgot-to-dos. So give it a point to focus on, which can be your mantra, a short prayer, or your one word. Whatever it is, it's okay. And if you let yourself know that and snuggle in with it a little bit, it's not going to be a difficult thing to ride out. Even if you just lay there in a relaxed state, you will be tired the next night and probably have a delightful night of sleep. The main focus is don't worry about it. Don't work yourself up about it. People, this happens to us here and there, and you will be fine. And now for today's quote. Never be so focused on what you're looking for that you overlook the thing you actually find. And that's from Ann Patchett. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 